Okay, this is Lenny D'Angelo. Uh, number one, how did you get into art in the first place? Number two, what do you get from creating using different media? For example, drawing versus painting, etc. And number three, how can artists best support each other? These are three questions that were proposed to me by a very kind gentleman named Jesse Kaufman. Jesse Kaufman on the Twitters. Uh, Jesse has been uh, kind enough to support some of this nonsense, uh, which I appreciate a lot. Uh, I often cannot take myself seriously, and yet he has, and that is a, a big deal to me. Anyway, Jesse asked these questions as p- potential topics, and uh, they're uh, extremely valid and wonderful questions. What happened was I had started thinking about them, thinking on them, pondering them, and uh, realizing how difficult it is to answer those three questions. Now, should it be difficult to answer those three questions? This is, this is really a bigger question. Oh, the questions. It's like an onion. Uh, like a purple onion. All those layers. Uh, so the problem with, a, with, a, with these questions, really, is that they are why questions. Uh, and under the surface of them, they are why questions. They, they question the fundamental uh, reasoning behind what we do. Uh, even number two, which is what, what, which, what do you get out of different mediums? Media. Uh, uh, because it, 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 it asks you to investigate uh, the, the reasoning behind why you would choose this over this and what, what, what it is that this does that this doesn't do. That's actually the easiest one. Oh, uh, And it's hard to answer them questions because why questions are the biggest, the most difficult to, to, to wrap your head around and, and often the most dangerous questions. They're the questions that people don't ask because why questions often uh, cause you to reevaluate your assumptions and your narratives, and, and, and often they fall apart. When when uh, anyway, when you start dissecting, often things fall apart. Ah, mixed feelings about that uh, because I never really liked the the super hyper analytical because I feel like it it it. Uh, is a destroyer of magic. Uh, so sometimes being hyper-analytical will uh, rob something of its I- intrinsic value there. Uh, uh, often. Oftentimes you can talk so deeply into or peer so deeply into something under the microscope that uh, it becomes nothing. Uh, it becomes a collection of cells, as it were. To follow that through to the end there. Uh, okay, so what I did with these three questions is I thought on them for a long time. I thought, how, I, how would I answer them? What are they actually made of? And thank you, Jesse, for giving me this little puzzle to think on. It's been an interesting journey, and it continues. So unfortunately, I'm not answering these questions today. What I did do is create a discussion group on Facebook uh, after, after a lot of technical problems. Because I ain't good at the Facebooks. Uh, created a discussion group among a group of people that I know. 
a, uh, a circle of trust, as it's been called. I don't know how much I trust some of these people, but now they're friends from school or friends that I know from the art world or whatever that means, my tiny art world. And I believe that it will help me to see other people's perspectives and I will report on, the, on said perspectives uh, because I think this is, an inter- this is more interesting and productive than any of the other nonsense I've been talking about for a past month. Uh, okay. So question number one was how did you get into art in the first place? And what, ma- what, what caused me to stumble with this question? is that it, it, is, it is a twofold question. Number one, what made, what made you decide to be an artist uh, personally? And number two, what made you decide to pursue and actively continue to pursue being an artist professionally? And they're different things. There are different uh, aspects to both of them and they require different motivations, I believe. Because when I started out as an artist, quote-unquote, for lack of a better term, a creative of sorts, I had no idea there was a profession. It just, I was a dumb kid. I've said this before. I was a naive child and probably continue to be a naive adult. Uh, and I didn't understand the nuances of uh, being a, a professional in almost any capacity. I didn't understand any of it. Uh, my parents drifted in and out of different jobs my whole life, my whole childhood. And I, I don't know, I'm not going to blame them, but I'm going to blame them. I think that they, they didn't give me a particular role model about a career, what a career meant. And I, I, honestly, the first time I would come across what it meant to be a professional creative, I just didn't understand that I didn't really put two and two together. Like, obviously, I loved books and comics and movies and all of those things. And I knew that there were names attached to them, but I didn't really understand that that was a profession. So I guess my, my roundabout point is that, that one can be a creative, one can be involved in creative pursuits without being involved professionally in creative pursuits. And this is an interesting distinction for this question because they're really two different things. Uh, what made you creative? Because most people are probably going to... I'm, I'm guessing all the responses I'm going to get, they're going to track about today's childhood. Everybody loves that, that little narrative. It's great. But that's not really the interesting one. Because it's... Unfortunately, Jesse, it's going to be the same boring story over and over again. I always liked to draw as a kid, and so I kept drawing. Not interesting. Here's what's interesting, though. What made you decide to beat your friggin' head against a brick wall and try to make money doing this? That's interesting. Or what made you pursue this in an academic sense, which is, again, beating your head against another brick wall just so you can move on to the wall beyond it and beat your head against that one, too. Those are interesting. Uh, That's where you're going to get some interesting meats on this little sandwich here, right? Uh, but I can tell you most people's answer about the first part, which is just, I became a creative person because I've always been a creative person. And I was either dis- encouraged or discouraged. And uh, then uh, I either f- rebelled or uh, uh, was in- in- nurtured. You know, that's going to be the narrative. That's, that's what everybody says. I've heard it a million and one times. 
but why one would continue to pursue it as a career or an academic thing or in terms of fine art which is a world that is different and and equally confusing and complex in the terms of fine art there's even less uh, of a clear path and, and understanding about why the why's become even more difficult in terms of fine art you'd think they'd be simpler right because fine art has this uh, I don't know uh, cachet but it but it doesn't really translate into any kind of reasonable pursuit anyway though that's interesting and I think that I can answer that for myself possibly or I can I can start to hash it out but I feel like it would be real myopic and I would be missing things okay so there's that uh, the second question is what do you get out of working from different mediums and I think that one's easy to answer but there is a, a great deal of complexity in that as well and I only have the mediums that I'm comfortable with and interested in when I was in school for example there were plenty of people who wanted to stop doing representational uh, painting, drawing, whatever or even mock making is a very highfalutin term for the same thing Mark making just embraces and, uh, and, and expresses disdain for uh, the, uh, the practice of, uh, of scribbling or whatever. That it's, mark making becomes like, I'm, I'm no longer interested in mark making. I'm interested in, um, uh, you know, performance or uh, video or, uh, or experiential. Uh, and then you get into real iffy and, and uh, yeah, bigger quandaries here terms of art that's a fine art thing uh and if you've ever been to a contemporary art museum or or uh, a contemporary art space as or as they're called out here a project that's so annoying it's so annoying it's like somebody's last name and then projects because they can't even say art or uh studio or gallery it's it's projects we don't want to limit ourselves it's projects I, I run a project space in, in Culver City. Uh, well, we mostly uh, deal in experiential and, uh, and edible art. Anyway, it's complicated. Why, why different mediums? Because they all have strengths and weaknesses, etc., etc. You will know that from reading books and watching movies. Uh, and the nerds will argue all the time about how a certain movie did not adapt from, from their uh, precious source material and that's because they're different and you shouldn't really worry about that. If you, if you like the book so much, go read the book. Did anybody steal the book from you? Did they burn copies of the book when the movie was made? Alright, well then go read the book. I'm talking to you, Alan Moore. Anyway... Uh, so there's that. That's a good question. And I, I, I anticipate very interesting answers to that question because everybody I know works in different media and, and, and they are, uh, they all have their personal connection to certain media. And I think you're going to find that that's an answer as well, you know, that, that this speaks to me. And unfortunately, you may get the same boring answer, which is it goes back to my childhood. I've always been had a connection to, to line or, uh, or paint. Uh, I'm hoping not. I will try not to give that boring answer, even though it's true. Uh, and question three. Oh, geez, what was question three? Uh, 
Uh, how did you get in? Oh, how can artists support each other? Best support each other. This is really, Jesse, this is the reason why I needed to reach out to other people. Because uh, if you have followed anything that I've ever said, you probably have noticed that I'm, a, I'm a kind of a cynical and, and uh, bitter and, uh, and isolated sort of person at this point in my life. Let's hope it's just a historic uh, uh, a blip. It's just a little bit of a, of a tangent I went on. But at the moment, I am, uh, I'm not particularly encouraged by uh, uh, interactions with other people, especially in terms of uh, professional uh, cre- creativity and career and all of that, and net- the social networking and all of those things. This is not a moment in my life to ask me uh, about whether or not those are good things. I have in the past had different opinions, and I hope in the future we'll have different opinions too. But I am in a stage of life... Uh, as short or long as it turns out to be, where uh, even the prospect of being supported and supporting other people makes me very unhappy. I don't know how else to put it. It sounds very severe. And maybe you can't relate. I know a lot of people can't relate to, like, uh, social anxieties of any kind. I have a couple of very good friends who just don't get it. They will never get it. They have no concept of social anxieties. In fact, their biggest and most anxious moments come from being alone. I'm sorry, I don't, there is where we part ways. I don't understand that. I have never felt freer or more happy than when I'm alone. And I'm still not sure if that's good. I think it's not. Because I've been reading a book, and I'd like to discuss this book at length, that talks about how this is sort of there were, there were three fundamentalist assumptions about being a human being that you, need to, that you need to embrace. And one of them is that you need other people. And of course that's true. I couldn't even feed myself without other people. However, the, 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 the prospect of, of uh, dealing with other people on a daily basis, is, it's, it's taxing, uh, for lack of a better word. Sometimes it's too much. Sometimes I don't want it. And I don't want it to such a degree sometimes that I wonder if, I'm, if I have a problem. Long story longer. All I'm saying is that uh, uh, how can artists best support each other is a difficult, especially difficult and challenging question for me to answer at the moment. And I think that's a good thing for me to think about. Because it's going to give me some insight into what's going on in my psyche at the moment. And when I hear other people's answers, I am going to, uh, I'm going to see how far off the mark I am right now. Uh, right. So three, three questions, uh, three art questions from Jesse Kaufman, who, uh, I I appreciate you bringing these up, and I want to give them their full dough. So I got a network of people working on that, I hope. I already got one response back, which is good. At least one. So there's one. Uh, We'll see what happens. Since I'm not so great at Facebook, I don't know how many people are going to pay attention to me. Anyway, I will try. And then I'll have my answers as well. Uh, So coming soon, I guess, I'll do this in stages. Uh, okay. 
And I thank you for the inspiration. It's, it's, it's healthy. Healthy inspiration. In, important questions. Uh, that'll keep me uh, away from my more uh, 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 unproductive uh, 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 ways of being. <laughs> Hopefully. All right. Thank you, Jesse. Uh, uh, and uh, and uh, more to come. All right. This is Leonard Angelo.